Budget 2017 is in and I'm here with Barry Flanagan and Christine Kiley of Taxback.com to discuss the main changes and how they will affect you. Firstly, can you give us an overview of the measures announced in the budget? Well, the Minister certainly painted a very pretty picture today. At the beginning of his speech, he talked about the fact that the economy was in good shape. And he even went on later in the speech to talk about making provisions for a rainy day fund with plans for the government to set aside one billion annually for this purpose from 2019. The main point of Budget 2017 was the confirmation this morning that uh, the budget package, the fiscal space, which is the the extra spend that is available, is in the region of 1.3 billion. So that's up from an estimated 1 billion a few weeks ago. So between two and 300 million has been found down the back of the sofa. That's the rabbit from a hat that Michael Noonan has produced in the last couple of weeks. So the interesting thing about this budget is the split um, between the extra cash available for investment and the extra cash available for tax cuts. A two-to-one split had been anticipated, but actually it's come down in about a three-to-one split in favour of extra investment, which I think has gone down very well with people. Were there any big surprises in this budget or items that hadn't been discussed in advance? Well, I think there were very few surprises in this budget. Some of the interesting things that we would have noted was that, number one, there was no narrowing of the tax base. The Minister didn't take anyone out of the tax net in this budget. And nor was there any um, clawback for lower earners in respect of an additional PRSI charge or lowering of the threshold for PRSI. So there shouldn't be anybody who was not paying tax before who is now paying tax. And similarly, um, the same number of people will continue to pay tax next year as well. So it, it had been a point that they had been criticised for previously, narrowing the tax base, reducing the number of people paying income tax. So that trend has stopped. We'd also expected some talk about PRSI benefits for the self-employed, even if that wasn't going to happen in 2017. We were expecting some mention of it and that didn't happen today. What's happening with USC? Well, each of the lower three USC rates are to reduce by a half percent. That will leave us with a rate of 0.5%, 2.5% and 5%. We will still have the 8% rate and the surcharge for the self-employed people will stay there. And all of the bans have remained the same with the exception of a very small increase in the entry level point for the 5%. So effectively what you're looking at in terms of the reduction that people will see in the USC they pay, the extra take home pay that they will get, it's capped. The maximum that anybody is going to get, any single person, will be an extra €350 per year or about an extra €7 per week. Most people, um, somebody paying uh, who is in receipt of income uh, of approximately 40,000, they're going to see um, a smaller, maybe three to four euro increase. Somebody in 50 to 60,000 will see a five euro to six euro increase. Medical card holders and those over 70 with income of under 60,000 per year will be paying a maximum rate of 2.5%. And Minister Noonan also said that the government is committed to phasing out the USC over time. And what changes are there for the self employed? The earned income tax credit for the self-employed is to be increased by €400, bringing it to €950 per year. And again, that was well expected. If uh, even a a slightly larger increase had been expected as well with that, there had been speculation that it would go as high as um, as 1,100. So it would seem that rather than um, introducing the earned income tax credit over a three-year period, it's probably going to take four years for that to be brought up to the same level um, as the, um, the PAYE tax credit. 
And there are changes in inheritance tax? Class A threshold has been increased to 310,000 and we've also seen increases in the other classes by 8%. So that means that Group B is going from 30,150 to 32,500 and Group C is to go from 15,075 up to 16,250. So really these increases aren't hugely outside of um, what was expected. They're, they're, they're quite small in nature um, and so no surprises there really. Um, there is an intention as well to continually review these in future years so we would be anticipating that these thresholds would raise um, in future years as well. And changes in uh, capital gains tax? In the area of capital gains tax, the Minister announced a revised entrepreneur relief where we'll see a reduction of the current 20% rate of capital gains tax to 10% on disposal of qualifying assets and that'll be up to a limit of 1 million in chargeable gains. And again, that limit is going to be reviewed in future years. Part of the intention had been to try to bring this in line with the entrepreneur relief, which is available in the UK. So they've matched the UK's rate, but they haven't yet matched the amount that is subject to that rate. So that, I would think, will be an area, again, of future development. And what about the price of cigarettes and sugary drinks? In respect of sugary drinks, a public consultation process is to commence, most likely in January, with the additional tax proposed to be introduced most likely in April of 2018. And again, that's in line with the sugar tax that has been proposed for the UK. That is when the UK fiscal year is, of course, runs April to April. So they will be bringing theirs in their next fiscal year and then we will seek to mirror that with the introduction of ours in April 2018. Is there any help for landlords in this budget? There were two positive measures announced in the budget today for landlords. The first of those being in relation to people availing of rent room relief. So currently the level of income that a person can earn from renting a room in their principal private residence without having an exposure to tax is €12,000 per year. This has been increased to €14,000 per year with effect from 2017. And also then there's an extra 5% of mortgage interest um, is now allowable. Previously, the amount of mortgage interest, which you could claim as a deduction from a rental property was 75%. That has increased to 80% and it has been flagged that that will increase by 5% for the next four years until the full amount of mortgage interest can be used as a deduction in computing your rental profit. The government announced a help to buy scheme. How does that work? Details will emerge as this runs and this is certainly one of the more controversial aspects because the fear is that if you introduce a help to buy scheme all you're really doing is just going to increase prices by the amount of it and certainly um, it seems to be quite a substantial one. It was more substantial than people a few weeks ago had anticipated. So it's capped at €20,000. So €20,000 is the most that you're going to get back. It is a tax refund so you have to have paid that amount of tax over the previous four years in order to get it back. So it's a rebate. Um, It is based on 5% of the purchase price. It only applies to first-time buyers and it only applies to new builds. So for example, if you have a new build, a new house that's available at 400,000, then you will be able to claim the full 20,000 euro tax credit. Um, And this can be given to you in the form of a, um, a deduction from the 
um, the deposit that is required. So what the intention is to incentivize builders to build new houses and then provide first-time buyers who had previously been locked out of the market by virtue of the fact that they couldn't actually afford to build this required deposit. It's to give them a break to try and allow them back in. So you're incentivizing the supply side and you're um, helping the developers to give a reason for them to um, to increase the supply by um, increasing the number of potential buyers out there. And interestingly, this scheme is to be backdated to the 19th of July this year and it's due to run until the end of 2019. It is a pity, however, that it's, it's not available to second-hand properties. Any other measures for housing? Yes, the HRI scheme has been extended for a further two years. So that's the Home Renovation Incentive Scheme, which is um, a reduction in the amount of VAT that is payable um, so that's very welcome news. It's been a very successful scheme over the and has previously been extended, and so um, uh, that is very good news for people who will be uh, looking to co- to carry out some home improvements. Also, we've uh, heard there today that the minister is extending mortgage interest relief until 2020. So that is that's very good news. It was originally due to end in December 2017. For people, however, who purchased after 2013, there's there's no extra relief available for them. The amount of capital spend as well, the the budget that's available f- um, for social housing, that has been increased as well. So there's uh, 1.2 billion has been allocated over the next five years um, with the intention of providing 47,000 social houses. So that should go some way to addressing the supply side as well. And do we see any preparations for Brexit in this budget? Well, the minister announced that Irish-UK trade supports circa 400,000 jobs. So the government are certainly taking um, the, the, the Brexit situation very seriously. Yeah, it's the black cloud that has been on the horizon. Um, really, it was a game changer in terms of the mood of the nation, in terms of the um, uh, the outlook for the next three or four years. It's brought an awful lot of uncertainty. So I think that is one of the reasons why we saw that split uh, between new investment and tax cuts, which had been thought to be two to one go out to three to one. I think that that possibly is part of it, that there is an attempt to future-proof in terms of Brexit. Um, some specific things, again, that we've talked about were the sugar tax, which is in line with um, um, the introduction of the sugar tax in the UK to try not to incentivise individual shoppers to go over the border, no increase in fuel allowance. Um, and so they're they're very cognizant of the fact that the um, uh, the conditions in the UK could suffer and we don't want to create any inequalities or any reason for people to to cross the border um, in the short term. And some of the other positive measures announced that can also be very helpful in protecting us into the future be the retention of the 9% VAT rate for tourism and hospitality industry and also positive news from the Minister today in in relation to the retention of the corporate tax rate at 12.5%. And what measures do we see for healthcare? The medical card has been extended um, to all children in receipt of the domiciliary care allowance. So that's about an extra 10,000 children are going to come in and be covered by the medical card. And in addition then for the over 70s, um, the uh, cap at €25 on prescription charges, that has been lowered to €20 per month. That'll come in to effect from the 1st of March 2017. So that's a a 20% reduction in the amount that they could incur uh, there. In addition, the minister mentioned that uh, he was going to allocate an additional 15 million to the National Treatment Purchase Fund to reduce waiting lists. And what about education? 
In terms of education, um, the minister announced that the spend, the total spend on education is rising to 9.5 billion, which is about 16 or 17 percent of the overall spend. So it's certainly an area that is receiving um, a huge amount of investment. This is an, an increase of 458 million um, on last year's budget. And a lot of this is geared towards funding recruitment, the um, funding, recruiting additional teachers and teacher support. He also mentioned the funding of the higher and further education sector in 2017 um, with with uh, budget 2017 seen an increase of 36.5 million in this area. And what measures were introduced to help with childcare? The single affordable childcare scheme has been announced and that's to be introduced from September 2017. The idea of this is as to provide a means-tested subsidy based on parental income for children between 6 months and 15 years and then also universal subsidies for all children between 6 months and 3 years. So that's going to help uh, reduce the cost of childcare, which obviously is a, is a huge issue for people. And then counterbalancing that for people who um, raise children in their own home, there is an increase in the home carer's child credit um, from €1,000 up to €1,100, um, an increase of €100, which is possibly smaller than um, have been anticipated and perhaps um, is, is slightly dwarfed by the um, the additional support that will be available for um uh, for people who have their children in childcare, of course, I think the the reason for that would be that um, they don't want people to 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 lose out by taking an extra job. So the additional incentive um, it seems to be geared towards uh, those who will be out working and therefore have their children in childcare. Some may be a bit disappointed by the new childcare scheme because it is limited to uh, people who are using a Tulsa registered childcare provider, meaning that people who are relying on family members or childminders in their own home will not be able to avail of this additional subsidy. And are there any changes in pensions and welfare? The state pension is to rise by five euro per week and I understand that um, the other weekly social welfare payments will also rise in line with that by five five euro per week. This is probably the best flagged measure um, in the last few weeks and months. Um, Fianna Fáil have made it um, essentially a condition of support for the government that they wanted a five euro increase in the state pension that they could lay claim to and take the credit for. There is some... Um, balance um, has been introduced by the fact that it isn't actually going to come into effect until the 1st of March so it is a a slightly delayed introduction. And also um, we we should see the 85% Christmas bonus for social welfare recipients will be paid out in 2016 which is also very good news. Now that the budget is out is it a good time to apply for your tax refund with taxback.com and how long will it take to get a refund? I think when it comes to the appropriate time to make a tax refund claim, the the best message for people out there is that there is no time like the present. So act now, get get your application in, and the sooner your application's in, the sooner we can get started on it. Generally speaking, we would tell people that it takes approximately six weeks from the time the application goes into revenue for the refund to actually materialise. That's it for the Budget 2017 podcast. Thanks to Barry Flanagan and Christine Kiley of Taxback.com. I'm Kira Kennedy. Visit our blog at www.taxback.com to hear all five episodes of our Budget 2017 podcast and watch our video summary of the budget.